Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, you know, this is a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today I am so super honored and excited because it's been a long time coming because my special guest is Sharon F. Pelham. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Sharon before I bring her on. Sharon has spent the majority of her career in corporate communications and public relations fields. She currently works as a business development director for a financial institution. She and her husband, who is a U.S. Army veteran, you might remember Kevin Barnett Sr., they're the proud parents of six adult children and nine grandchildren, and they currently reside in Newark, Delaware. Now, she is an author, and we actually met at a book signing. We'll talk about that in a minute. But she is the author of Our Mothers, Love, Loss, and Legacy. Sharon, welcome to Out and About with Antoinette. Thank you, Antoinette. It's good to be with you today. Good to be with you. Great. And like I alluded to, you know, you became an author as part of the second annual author's meet and greet back in September sometime in Middletown because I had met your husband, Kevin, who is a author of what? Three books? Five three books? books? Twelve books. <laughs> yeah, I tease them all the time. Three books. And now let me ask you the question before we even get into this, you know, this interview about your book. Okay. Now you guys have been together for a minute. <laughs> had you always been an author and you inspired him or was he the author that inspired you? Well, you know, it's funny how it works because I've always been a writer. Um, I wrote as a child, uh, short stories, poems. So, I, and my career has taken me in that direction, but it was really my husband who pushed me to say, you know, you should write a book because I've been talking about it for so long. And during COVID, uh, some friends and I had gotten together. We talked on the phone because, of course, nobody could see anybody or visit anyone. And what I discovered is at this point in our lives, a lot of us had lost a parent, um, particularly a mother. And we spent a lot of time talking about that. Friends I'd gone to high school with, had gone to college with. And I said, you know, we should put this together in a book, write about our moms for our families and also to offer some words of comfort or advice for others who are going through this loss or will go through this loss. I mean, your mother is the first person, in my opinion, the first, the person who carries you, of course, but the first person who loves you and the first person who loves you until they leave this earth. And so they were all in, it took us three years. Uh, some of the contributors live in other states. So we were doing a lot, you know, online and by phone, and it took us three years to pull it together, but it's a way for us to remember our mothers, to leave something behind for our own children and grandchildren. And we also have uh, pages in the book for people who want to write down memories of their own parents or take notes along the way. So it's really, I always say it's not a sad book. It's a book that will uplift people. And there are people in the book, contributors to the book, who did not have great relationships with their mothers. Mm, interesting. And they were willing to share that. Um, their mothers had substance abuse problems. Their mothers were not um, the kind of, of, of mother that most people aspire to have. 
Um, I'm fortunate that I did not have that experience, but I do have friends who did, and they were willing to share that with other people who are struggling in their relationships with their mothers and are feeling a little ambivalent about it. And sometimes there's guilt when that person passes away. So mm -hmm. this book is designed to help people who did have good relationships with their mothers and also those who did not. And those who are struggling and trying to figure out how to get past the loss of your mother. Because I, what I'm discovering is that it's something that's going to take you the rest of your life to deal with. Because it's a major loss. It's a major loss when you lose a parent or when you lose anyone who's close to you. But there's something about losing that mother that's different. Sharon, that is, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, um, I was raised by my grandma. My mother wasn't the type of mother. It should have been a mother. So I had that. I did not have that relationship with my mother and she was never a mother when she had us, you know, the, the few times she decided to, to quote and unquote mother us, but she, the, mm -hmm. the experiences were never good. And I'll never forget. And now you, that you just said this, um, my mother, I didn't even know my mother had died. She lived in California and, you know, just through some other things that had occurred, um, someone said, you know, uh, they were trying to trying to reach my grandma or whatever. Long story short, my mother died in California. Nobody knew who she was. The body was cremated. Um, when they found out that she did have relatives, they asked me if I, you know, if I wanted to pay for the ashes, having shipped from California to Delaware. And had my grandmother not still been alive because that was her baby, mm -hmm. I would have probably said no. You know, I didn't. She didn't give me anything. I didn't. You know, and I had no feelings whatsoever. I kept the ashes until my grandma passed. And when my grandma passed, I put the urn in my grandma's coffin because mm -hmm. that was her baby. Her fair baby, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Mm -hmm. And my grandma, she lived to be 98. And so wow. transitioned. I was with her when she transitioned. And it was not sad because it was the end of life. And she had lived a great life. So, you know, mm -hmm. I just buried, um, you know, her child with her. And I miss my my grandmother, but, I'm so grateful that she gave me what she gave me. So, you know, yes. I just brought back some memories too. But yeah, I, I didn't have that relationship with my mother. And unfortunately, I could care less one, one way or the other. You know? Right. And there and there are there are people who feel that way. A lot of women who didn't have that relationship and they feel some sometimes they feel guilty about it. Sometimes they don't. There's just this ambivalence. But I, what I wanted to really share with people is that if you had a great relationship with your mother, wonderful. But if you didn't, you know what? It's okay. It is. <laughs> it is. And you know what? If it wasn't for her, it wouldn't be here. Right. <laughs> she right. was a carrier. Exactly. Like, you know, God is there's a reason for everybody, right? So her her reason being was to be a carrier and, you know, to carry four children that she never raised. But mm -hmm. one of those four children was me. I was the oldest, you know. So had it not been for her and my father, right. and I didn't have a relationship with them either. You know, when mm -hmm. he died, they called me and I ended up having to pay for his funeral. I was like, what's up with you parents? Like, really? <laughs> like, really? I don't know you people. And I got to pay to have your shipped here. And then I got to pay to have you buried here. But right. I think that, you know, they provided the sperm and the egg, but it was my grandma that gave the foundation, mm -hmm. to, you know, but they created it. Mm -hmm. yeah, so. yeah, it was your grandma who was your mom. Yeah, she was, she was. And, you know, it was a loss. I mean, I've got a picture here and I think of her, but you know what? And maybe you'll be able to help me later, but I, there's no, I don't, 
I don't mourn her because she had such a great life and we had such a great time together. And it was her time. You know, we all come into this world knowing we're leaving, right? Right. And she did not leave tragically. I lost That's my right. sister tragically, but I didn't lose my grandmom tragically. I held her hand as the spirit left her body. Yes. Yes. And I think that's very helpful for a lot of people, particularly women. Um, when my mother had pancreatic cancer, so we knew um, that her time was short. She actually lived very, a very long time with it. Most people don't. Um, but she lived 18 months with pancreatic cancer. So we all had time. We had God gave us that time to spend with her, to be with her, to take her to her treatment. Um, to sit on the sofa and watch. I can't tell you how many episodes of Family Feud I watched <laughs> with my mother. And I watch it still to this day. Today, right? Memory, you know, that I have with her. But as Steve Harvey only knew <laughs> how many episodes I watched with her because she always wanted to see what Steve was wearing. And we'd have dinner, you know, in her room mm -hmm. um, after I had gone to visit her and take her to her treatments and give her dinner. So I, we we have those memories or I have those memories of her um, that do bring me comfort and I'm just so glad that she's not suffering anymore. Mm. And that's what I have to remind myself of as much as I miss her. And my mother was 84 when she died. She lived a long life. And the thing that she told her caretaker when she was in hospice care was that, you know, no one lives forever. You know, our time comes. We don't know when. We don't mm -hmm. know how. Mm -hmm. But our time does come. And she said, the thing that I will, that I regret the most, that makes me the most sad about all of this is the impact that it's going to have on my children. Wow. That's what she said. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. So, mother's love is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did so, you find writing the book was even, was cathartic for you and. Very much so. I mean, because I had all these thoughts swimming around in my head, you know, and I was becoming a, uh, I became a grandmother um, a few years after that. So you get to see your child have a child. And so I was just thinking about all these things. I'm going through all these things that my mother had gone through, you know, these life experiences and just imagining how she felt when that was happening to me, because now I was going through it. And I'm sorry that she missed it all, but somehow I think, oh, you yeah. know, in some form or fashion, yes, um, that she knows. So yeah, it was very for all of us. I think for each of the contributors to the book, it was very cathartic for us to get our thoughts down on paper. And as I said, this is something that we can leave to our children too, so they have an idea of what that person was like. You know, for my grandson, what his great grandmother was like. Um, in addition to my nephews and my nieces and all of us who had close relationships with with her um, she was a very special person um, she was a very giving person and she was very we always referred to her as the queen she was always miss v you know she was the queen because she carried herself in such a way that made you want to sit up a little bit straighter and a little bit taller and, but she didn't carry it with an air. You know, she was mm -hmm. very friendly to everyone. She was very welcoming to everyone. She was not particularly judgmental, you know, about people. And she taught us all of that because she's, you know, her, her thing was, if anybody's lived a life, you know, there are things that you have in your life that you, you know, regret 
or you wish you hadn't done or you wish you had done. And everybody comes with a story and no one's perfect. So you just take people, accept people as they are. I love and, that. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I do, um, it comes in waves. You know, you have these, these moments where the grief comes in waves. And what I've discovered, I think, as I said before, is that it doesn't necessarily go away. And then you have happy moments that you remember. I'll remember something that she said, you know, when I'm in the car and I just start to laugh because I think, <laughs> oh, oh, mom should see this or mom, you know, would have said X, Y, and Z about this. But so those things uh, bring us all comfort, you know, and you look around at your family members and the traits that they picked up from her, um, the sayings that she said, you know, all of those things. Because she always ended a conversation or a thought with saying, oh, and that's that. And we all say it now. Oh, we all okay. say it now. Um, as a joke, you know, sometimes or just the end of a sentence. We all carry our phone conversations on a little bit longer. You know, I just have this one more thing to say and then I'm going and we never do. And that's all that's always was my mother's way because she would say that. And I thought well, okay, I'm just going to hold the phone for a second because I know she's not finished. And she wasn't, <laughs> she wasn't finished until she said, and that's that. Then we knew we could hang up. That's beautiful. And Sharon, you know, it's, it's you said a couple of things that I, I you know, I want to piggyback on the, the writing of the book, not only uh, at it being cathartic, but it's that legacy that you're leaving. You know, mm -hmm. we all have a book inside of us. And, you know, if we decide to pull out the best of us and put it in writing and, and leave that for generations to come, I think we'd all be in a much better place. Absolutely. And I think that people should do that and don't, you know, let people stop you from doing from doing that. Because my my thought was always, who's going to want to know what I have to say about my mother? Who's going to want to know what these other women have to say about their mothers? And I thought, well, someone will want to know. You know, and if we can help someone do that, we will. And a, a few of us had lost our mothers to cancer. So what we decided to do in putting the book together and publishing it was to donate half the proceeds to the American Cancer Society. And that's what we've been doing. Um, right. I, you know, I'm under no illusion that my book is going to be a New York Times bestseller. None. But the money that we are able to make um, through sales of the book the money that we're able to donate to ACS, mm -hmm. if it helps one person in our in, in the names of our mothers, we're pleased with that. We're happy with that. Wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, you know, um, I want to learn more about that, but let, let's take this quick break. And when we come back, I want to continue the conversation with Sharon. I want you to not only know, you know, how to get a purchase, a copy of our mother's love, loss, and legacy, and the organization that Sharon uh, spoke of uh, was getting you know, proceeds from the sale of this book. So let's take this quick break. We'll come right back. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, 
Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website. Email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises. And here on Out and About with Antoinette, every week I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing positive things in their communities. And today my special guest is Sharon F. Pelham. And before the break, we were talking about the book, Our Mothers, Love, Loss, and legacy. And we were talking about, you know, the contributions that have been made by not only Sharon, but other women who, you know, talked about the relationships with their mothers. And because Sharon and several others have uh, lost their mothers due to cancer, and I just don't understand why we're still dealing with cancer. Why can't we, you know, and I always say the money's in the, the treatment, it's not in the cure, but that's another story, another show for a different day. So uh, Sharon, you know, Tell us, you know, about, first of all, how do we get a copy of the book? Where do we order it from? And the organization that you're awarding, you know, the proceeds of the sales um, of the book. The book is available on Amazon.com and it's also available at BarnesandNoble.com. Oh, good. Um, I'm in the process now of scheduling some additional book signings in Delaware and also in my hometown of Arlington, Virginia, uh, where I was raised and where my, my uh, father's from and my parents lived for years. Um, coming up early next year. Uh, so the book will be available then at those book signings. And we're donating 50% of the proceeds from each sale of the book to the American Cancer Society in honor of our mothers. That's beautiful. You know, um, you, you know, you're spreading such good news. I mean, you know, it's, it's not good, you know, when you have a loss, but it's good when you can share with others. You know, I'm a blogger and, and I've written several blogs, you know, especially like around the holidays and things like that, you know, the gift of grief, because we all experience grief in different mm -hmm. ways. Yes. Um, and it's good that, you know, sometimes you can feel like you're in, it's, you're the only one, right? I'm the only one that felt That's that right. way. I'm the only, your relationship is the only one with that, that loved one, but some of the experiences may not be. Exactly, exactly. And that's what we wanted to share and to put forth in this book. Um, as I said, some of the women in the book did not have great relationships with their mothers, and some of them did. Some of them lost their mothers 30 years ago or more, and they're still dealing with, you know, with that loss and how it's informed them to become better mothers. Some were afraid to become mothers mm -hmm. because of the relationships they had with their mom. Um, so it was really wonderful for each woman who agreed to participate in this project that we moved forward over a three-year period because we could have dropped it and said well mm -hmm. you know, who's going to read this you know why are we doing this but everyone pushed forward to get the project done and I know I continue to feel nudges from my mother just get it done get it done you know do it and so we did and, you know, you said something that, you know, during the pandemic, and we know the pandemic was, you know, it seems like it was so long ago, but it was, it was, a, you know, it's not really long ago, you know, when you 
put it in perspective. But a lot of things came out of that. A lot of yes. good things. A lot of a lot really of good, good things. things. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm glad that, you know, you have the book. I may have to get a copy and then do some sort of giveaway um, on my blog. So stay tuned for that too as well. But Sharon, before I let you go, I always ask my guests to leave us with a wow word of wisdom. <laughs> and I know the book is full of wows, right? <laughs> well, I'll tell you this one that my mom used to share, and I've heard it quite often said in different ways, but, um, and I, I believe it to be true. And I believe that it's yeah, universal for everyone. If you believe you can, you will. If you believe it, you can see it, you can do it, but you have to believe it first. I had to believe that I could pull this book together. And with that, with that encouragement from my husband and from my family and pulling all my notes together and getting, you know, our friends together to do this, then we accomplished it. We were able to do it, but we had to believe it first. Yeah. Yeah. So if you can believe you can, you will. I love it. I love it. Sharon, thank you so very much for everything. Thank you for being a guest. Thank you for agreeing to be a guest. You know, when I, oh, thank you. You, I was like, she could say, now nah, I don't want to be on your show. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for asking me. I, I definitely appreciate it. I was looking forward to this. Thank you so much. You're quite welcome, my dear. And you know, your family, your husband, the kids, the grandkids and all that. I mean, just continue blessings all around, you know, have a wonderful week and may God continue to bless you, your mission and your vision. And I do feel after this conversation, a second book coming. <laughs> now, it's interesting that you say that because <laughs> I've had a couple of male friends ask about what about us? You know, what about our relationships with our mothers? And I said, well, you know, that might make a good second book. So we'll see. <laughs> but, you know, that, you know, but also the mere fact that I think you probably made just as much as you put into it, you know, you did put a lot of energy and heart and soul and it probably was difficult at times, but it, there's so much more. Yes. There's so much more. There certainly is. There certainly is. One of them made a joke and said something about, oh, this could be like chicken soup for the soul. I said, well, okay. That's how, <laughs> that's how those books started. I mean, with one little topic and then one topic turned to a second topic and a third yes. topic and on and on and on. And again, even if it doesn't, you know, if it doesn't become a collaboration or it doesn't come become a, a full fledged multi-page book, you can have eBooks, you know, yes. how to get through this or how to deal with that or you know, they thought, I mean, this, never mind. I'm never mind. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk offline. <laughs> okay. Sharon, thank you so very much once again. I appreciate you and all that you're doing for so many people out there that you don't even know. You've been touching people who have loved and lost their dear moms for years and years to come. Thank you so much. It was, it was great talking with you. Thank, and you. thank you. And I thank you guys for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week I have the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing great things in their communities. And you know, I love engaging with my listeners. I value your feedback and support. So please share the love. If you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy other episodes, Share, share the link with your family, your friends, your bae and your boo too, because your support is greatly appreciated. It helps me to reach a wider audience, spreading this positive impact that our guests are making in their communities. So if you would like to be a guest here on Out and About with Antoinette, 
please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget to find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my blog by simply using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. Thank you for listening. And please, again, share this link with your family and your friends. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe, and stay social because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya. It's the DE Diva, a.k.a. the Delaware Blogger, wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye. <laughs>